I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and welcome to From the Hawk's Nest. My guest today is Murphy Grant, who is a 1997 graduate of Quince University and is currently the Senior Associate Athletic Director for Sports Performance and Healthcare Administrator at Wake Forest University. Murphy has been a Division I athletic trainer for 20 years, working at the University of Kansas and Oklahoma State before coming to Wake Forest University two years ago. In addition to his collegiate work, Murphy has worked with professional sports team, the Navy SEALs, the Biggest Loser television show, and several orthopedic and physical therapy clinics around the country. With his vast knowledge of aquatic therapy, he has been a lecturer at several aquatic-based seminars. And with his vast knowledge in sports medicine, sports performance, and aquatic therapy, he has been a lecturer at several medical performance and aquatic-based seminars. Murphy, welcome to the show, and congratulations on uh, just an outstanding uh, resume there. Matt, thank you so much. Uh, one, I appreciate you you guys reaching out and having me on the show, and uh, thank you. You know, it's come with a lot of hard work and, and some time, though. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, take things back to um, uh, where it all began, at least for your collegiate career, when you made a decision to come to Quincy University. Tell us how you came to learn about QU and what made you choose to attend. Well, you know, that uh, that was pretty interesting. You know, the road traveled uh, coming out of high school. Uh, I grew up in St. Louis. And what I really wanted to do was, was play college football. Um, I did really well coming out of the out of Missouri uh, and out of the city, uh, and was really looking at you know some Division One schools, uh, Division Two. I mean, just all levels, and taking uh, quite a few uh, visits, uh, pretty much all over the Midwest. Uh, a lot of those opportunities weren't panning out the way I was hoping to. You know, I wanted to come in and play. Uh, I just felt that I was good enough to do that. And, you know, my mom and I went to, um, like a little college fair and we saw Quincy and I, you know, was close to home two hours. So I filled out a little card and we started receiving some information, uh, about Quincy College. It was Quincy College at the time. But as the summer continued, uh, I still didn't have a place to go play ball. Um, and then, you know, once we got to about June, July, you know, I was like, I got to make a decision on what I wanted to do. So, I just started sending like newspaper clippings, film to the football coaches at, at Quincy. And I found out when practice was going to start and then I showed up, you know, it was, it was just <laughs> one of those things that, um, I, I, I needed a place to go, you know, truly. So I knew a little bit about Quincy, uh, but not much at all, you know, had never visited there until I showed up, you know, during two a days, uh, as a, as a youngster wanting to play ball. Wow. <laughs> not the normal right. track. No, no, not at all. You know, but, um, I would not change anything on, on the road and, and how it happened because it just made me a better person out of it. all. So what is it that you came to love about QU and maybe share some of your favorite memories? Well, you know, just uh, again, you know, after being gone for, nearly 25 years, 24 years, you know, one is, is the engagement, you know, that, you know, since been gone, I, I felt like Quincy has continued to engage me as an alum, um, just from the person that I was and not really, uh, the student athlete that I was, you know, the, the size was amazing. Um, you know, the individuals that I had the opportunity to meet, uh, and, and 
become friends with and just get along with, you know, um, there's, there's, there's too many memories, you know, to, to truly have just one, you know, during our, our college careers, it's a very important time for most college students. I mean, with, with the mental growth and physical growth, so many things are, are happening, you know, from the 18 or 17 to 22. So it's, it's an important part of time in your life and you really are finding out who you are. But, you know, having an opportunity to meet my wife there, uh, it was Amy Dana, now Amy Grant, uh, was a soccer player uh, at QU, you know, so both being student athletes, uh, we both studied the same thing, you know, we did athletic training and became athletic trainers. Uh, that is a special memory, uh, starting a football game as a freshman, you know, so this dream that I had about coming there to play, uh, it happened, you know, being a starter for four years. Uh, being a captain for, for three of those four years. Uh, but, you know, some of the other things was just spending time with my friends. And those individuals that I hung out then, I still conversate with now. Again, 24, 25 years later, uh, I am still in communication with them. Uh, I still see uh, several of them uh, on a regular basis. So, you know, at some of these larger schools, you wouldn't have had that opportunity. Uh, it was a very close-knit community. And all of those people, you know, and I would consider my friends and, and some of my family now. And I'm sure along the way, uh, there probably were some influential faculty, staff, and, and coaches that, that played an important role. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, really all my coaches, uh, you know, late Ron Taylor, you know, um, uh, Coach Gundy, you know, Brian Cox, you know, just, just so many of the, the coaches that, really, uh, really got behind me, you know, and, and supported me and, and, and the play. But then, you know, it was like Dr. Natalini, <laughs> you know, was, was someone that, uh, again, I still remember the name 24, 25 years later, you know, just those individuals that had that influence, uh, and Bergman, um, can't believe I still remember those names, uh, after this length of time. So that tells you, uh, about the people, uh, about the instructors, about the institution, uh, that, you know, those individuals are still, and those names are still in your mind. Well, I think we'll take a brief break right here, and when we come back, we're going to talk with Murphy about life after graduation. You're listening to From the Hawk's Nest. QU Hawk fans never have to miss a game. QU Hawk games are live and on demand at the GLVC Sports Network, completely free of charge. To watch a game, visit QUHawks.com, click on the Media tab, then select the GLVC Sports Network. The GLVC Sports Network is available on both your desktop and mobile devices, as well as four over-the-top platforms, including Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Apple TV. For game schedules and the latest news, visit QUHawks.com, and follow Quincy University Hawks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And welcome back to From the Hawks Nest. I'm Matt Bergman, and today we're chatting with Murphy Grant, who is a 1997 QU grad and currently the Senior Associate Athletic Director for Sports Performance and Healthcare Administrator at Wake Forest University. And Murphy, let's talk a little bit about why did you choose to go into your profession? Um, you know, that, if the profession really kind of found me, you know, I was uh, a pre-med major uh, initially when I got there. 
Um, and, you know, at the time, and I, you, you heard my story on how I got there. Uh, football is just really important to me. And as I continue to go through my career, I definitely wanted to keep the medical side uh, a part of me because I knew that there was going to be a life after football. But, you know, I, I was injured um, the sophomore year uh, with an ankle sprain and, you know, just the work that I put in, but the individual um, that motivated me each and every day and the care that he was able to uh, provide myself and the rest of my teammates and all the student athletes was something special. So again, as I continue through my athletic career, you know, I'm just like, you know what, I want to just combine the sports and the medicine together. Um, and then my junior year, we found out that you can get into sports medicine and athletic training. It was a true major. So really, I just engulfed myself into that, uh, continued to play ball, but then started to think about the care that was provided to me and how I wanted to be able to provide that care back to you know, so that was my goal is to work in major division one college sports, uh, but be able to provide uh, a special type of care, special type of health care to the student athlete. Um, again, I've been in their place, so I know what they feel like, and I felt that I could affect their lives. So tell us a little bit about how you got into a career in collegiate sports and then how you made it all the way to Wake Forest. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a long road, you know, finishing up. Um, you know, there at Quincy and knowing that, you know, to get to that point, to reach my goal, uh, to be a division one director, head athletic trainer, I needed to get my master's degree. So, uh, went to Illinois state, uh, got my master's degree there. And then I just started looking for opportunities. Um, and you know, the, the first opportunity was with the Boston Red Sox and it was just a weird, you know, connection and how that happened. You know, my mentor, you know, asked me to call uh, an individual. His name was Chris Carinthi, and we chatted for about 35, 40 minutes. And he asked me where I went, to, where I go to school. And I told him, and he was an alum, you know, so, and he worked with Red Sox. So that was my first opportunity. Um, just it's, it's who you know with some of these things. But I still wasn't satisfied um, at the time. Uh, again, the collegiate world and the collegiate space was my goal. So after spending a year with them, uh, a friend of mine that I went to graduate school with um, had a colleague that worked at a small school in Missouri, at Missouri Valley College in Marshall, Missouri. Um, And at that time, uh, Amy and I were engaged to be married. So moving from the East Coast back to the Midwest was really uh, the perfect opportunity and the perfect time for, for us both. And... So I spent a couple years there, became the head athletic trainer uh, at Missouri Valley College, but again, still wasn't, I didn't reach my goal at that point in time. And, you know, literally I was my second year at at, uh, Missouri Valley, I was sitting in my office, uh, a phone call came through, uh, and it was from a gentleman named Terry Noonan, and he flat out said, hey, um, I'm calling you because... Kathy Schneed once said that I should call you about a job. And like that, within a day, I was on an airplane down to Stillwater, Oklahoma, uh, interviewed for uh, the job down there, and I ended up getting the job. Spent six years there uh, as the athletic trainer and the strength and conditioning coach for men's basketball. Uh, a wonderful time. 
Uh, I got my feet wet. You know, I was working Division One athletics, but I still really wasn't there. You know, I still had another goal, and I felt getting into Division One football was going to get me there. So I took a job at Kansas. Uh, I was head football athletic trainer for two years, and then I became the director uh, after my second year. Spent 13 years there. Uh, had a wonderful time. Uh, believe that we provided that special care uh, that I wanted to uh, provide to the student athlete. But then as I continue to grow professionally, you know, how do I get into administration? How do I support all of these uh, departments, you know, strength conditioning, sports medicine, nutrition, sports psychology, and kind of push them in a direction of uh, the goals uh, that I had. So, you know, that's how I got to Wake Forest as as an administrator, overseeing uh, all of those departments that truly touched a student-athlete. Wow. What, a, what an amazing journey thus far. And when you look back over that 20-year career, I'm sure you've got to have some favorite moments. Oh, yeah, there, there's, there's plenty. You know, one that, you know, I go back to the time at Quincy. You know, we had some successful football teams there. But then as I continued to grow professionally, you know, being a part of championship teams, you know, winning Big 12 tournaments, uh, winning Orange Bowls, you know, going to Final Fours, um, just, just the success of those things. And then having my family uh, being a part of that, But truly, you know, my favorite moments at the end of each and every day is that I had the opportunity to affect the lives of 18 to 22. I mean, there are still college, well, there there are men and women now that I took care of at Missouri Valley College that still reach out to me and still have conversations with. Um, The student athletes at Oklahoma State, and you're talking you know, 2000 to 2006 that I still have conversations with and my kids idolize and, and they, they know my family and the same way at, at KU, you know, just being able to have these young men and women coming to college away from home, playing high level sports. And there's someone that's there that's going to take care of, them, take care of them. Um, those are my favorite memories. You know, there, there's some hard memories, you know, and, you know, we had a student athlete that um, came to see me one time with a sore throat and I evaluated him and gave him some recommendations and, you know, ended up with cancer. But one of my favorite moments about him was watching him return to practice after cancer treatments, you know, things like that. Uh, we'll stick with you. And, and that's why I do it. It, it. It's to affect their lives and hopefully help them grow uh, as young men and women. Absolutely. Who has been the biggest influence in your life? Um, well, professionally, uh, I would say uh, Kathy Schneidwin. You know, I, I love her to death. Uh, she was the head athletic trainer at Illinois State. Uh, and as a female at that time, was very, very rare. But she was an individual that invested her time, and that's something you can never get back as time. She invested her time to help me grow, you know, gave me the confidence to even pass the certification exam uh, to be able to practice. Um, Every single job that I've had since leaving Illinois State, she has been one of my phone calls. 
to help me. Even to this point now, I call her and I'm like, hey, these opportunities are coming about. What do you think? And I still speak her to her 2020, 2020, 2021 about things like that. You know, so she was very influential for me from a professional standpoint. Personally, uh, my parents, uh, they helped drive some things. My wife, who was super intelligent, a really, really good athletic trainer, you know, helped influence because I wanted to be better uh, because of her. Uh, the friends that I surrounded myself with, uh, very goal-oriented um, and competitive, you know, that, that's one piece that we never lost. And when, they, when you have people around you that are goal-oriented and, and will push you because they're competitors, they, they influence your life many, many different ways. So advice, what advice would you give uh, from your experience to fellow alumni or, or even students that are about ready to graduate? Right. Well, you know, I, I would say, you know, follow your dreams, you know, but, you know, something I did again, my time at Quincy is I knew what I wanted to do. And I actually, I lived at North campus and I wrote down my goal. And I, the funny thing is in, you know, 1994, 95, I actually put it on my mirror, you know, so every time I went to brush my teeth or whatever, I saw what my goals were and they became a part of me. But what I had to do was work, you know, and as I continue to uh, progress, everyone is smart. There's always going to be someone smarter than you. There's always going to be someone who is uh, better than you in many, many different things. And you can't control those things. One thing you can control is how hard you work. And, and that's what I started doing, you know, and, and the advice that I would give is you can control that. You can, there's many things that you can't control. But if you want it, go and get it. But at the same time, you have to want to grow. And to grow, you got to have an open mind, open eyes, and open ears because there's a lot that goes on in, in this world and in this country. And if you want to make those things happen, those things, in my opinion, uh, will lead to success. Murphy, what do you think is the most important lesson that you've learned in life? That uh, some of those things I just said, you know, that, you know, I I wasn't the smartest. uh, I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the the strongest uh, when I look back on my career. But what I did was I worked and people will see that. Uh, People will see the things that you are doing. I I think uh, uh, that's what people want. People want... um, things on the back end, you know, they want something they can look at and say, okay, this is coming on response to that. So that was one of my biggest lessons, you know, is I had to, for anything that I wanted, I had to work for it. And as long as I put forth the effort, if I didn't get it, because I probably didn't work hard enough. Um, So that was just one thing that I continue to to live to this point now. And I share with my kids uh, on working to get to that point. So um, uh, an important lesson that I live by every day. I think that's some definitely some great advice to live by. And Murphy, thank you so much for taking some time out of your very busy schedule to join us today on the, on the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you again for having me. Um, and I look forward to coming back to Quincy, you know, to, to meet you guys in person and, 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 and see, the, see the campus. It's been a long time.
well, we would we would love to host you back on campus, and and for that matter, any alum out there that want to come back to campus, it's uh, probably one of our favorite parts of our job is getting to uh, show off Quincy University um, to our alumni out there. So thanks again, and be sure to tune in next time for another episode of From the Hawk's Nest, where we hear stories from alumni, faculty, staff, friars, and students about their QU journey. I'm Matt Bergman, and it's always a great day to be a hawk. <laughs>